Hello, and welcome back to the Bench Buddies podcast. It has been an absurdly long time since our last episode, but we are back better than ever before. Uh, we're a little shorthanded. It's just me and JD. Um, it's probably how it's going to be in the near future for most episodes as Colton and Aiden are both busy and they said that they didn't want to devote the time to this that it would take so you're stuck with me and JD yeah I mean but I'm happy to be here so that's all that matters and uh, football is back better than ever especially the Euros and the Copa America but the Euros have been exciting to say the least it's coming home (laughs) that's if Italy doesn't win it well we can get into that uh I guess we can just start I guess the Euros all right do you want to get into group A group A what's going on oh Turkey what happened with Turkey oh my Turkey had a mare they look so good in qualifying and in I mean, World Cup qualifying, they beat the Netherlands. They took points off of France. They just, I mean, they looked, they looked really good coming into the tournament. And they had like Yilmaz, who's a top, one of the top scorers in League 1. They had pretty decent team, but I didn't expect them to not get a point. Well, let's be honest. They played atrociously bad. Like yeah. they yeah. scored no one goal in three games. And it was the top goal scorer in league on, on your team. Yeah. And it the goal was like while they were two or three down. Yeah. They got absolutely battered every game. They got baked up on a platter by whales of all teams. Yeah. It's just embarrassing what happened to them. And everyone thought people in their I thought they would be second or first in the group. They had them going to like some people had them in the semifinals. And I was like, you yeah. people are nuts. I think in my prediction, I had them going through to the 16 in third I place. I, I think I had them in the quarters in because I, I think I had them in second. I'm pretty sure I put switzerland in second i had had wales bottom of the group i did too i never in a million years would i have thought that wales would have been second in the group but yeah here we are i mean switzerland though switzerland have been insane since since the loss to they lost italy right yeah they lost italy but then they beat turkey Right, they beat Turkey after that. That was a good game. And then the game against France in the round of 16. I mean, we can get into that when we start hitting the round of 16 so far. Because as at the time we're recording this, the round of 16 is not completely done. Wait, no, it is completely done. It is? Yeah, it is completely finished. So yeah, today's yeah, the last day. Do a, f- a full round of sixteen recap and predictions from there. 
But yeah, just looking at Group A, completely. I mean, we both knew Italy would have been top of the group. Yeah, I figured they would have went three for three as well, like they did. They've been pretty dang good in their last run of games before the tournament, and then they they just carried over. Up until the Austria game, they hadn't conceded a goal since December of 2020. Yep. All they needed to do was to get their offensive weapons firing, and then once that happened, they started bagging goals. Oh, yeah. No. I think that was pretty inevitable, them topping that group. It's just, I think Turkey shocked. The majority I, of people. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I mean, Switzerland didn't really shock me. They have some really good players. Third. They have some really good third. players on their team. Mm-hmm. One of which is Zakaria. He's, he's I mean, nasty. Zakaria held that midfield together and absolutely basted Turkey. He is different. Gravy. He is insane. And I'm pretty sure he was linked with Man City last summer because he was pretty good in the UCL. And that Mönchengladbach team, he's pretty much the only thing they had going in that. Was it round of 16? Yeah. He's the only – he's pretty much the only thing they had going that game. Didn't he – Tear an ACL. I think he did yeah, something he to hurt. his leg in this he past was, season. So he had this was like his first run of games back. Yeah. This is his first time back since. Did he play that UCL game? I'm not 100% sure. Let me, let me check. But while you're checking on that, we can talk about Wales for a second. The Gareth Bale carry. I didn't think that he could actually do it. Yeah, I but, didn't think he would. No, Zakaria played versus City. He did. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. But, again, that's so long ago that I wasn't sure. Yeah. He No, he started both games. Yeah. Which, he's an incredible talent. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing if he moves this summer or I think he's a free agent come next next summer if he doesn't move. So that'll be interesting to see who goes in for him. I would love Man United to go in for him. I think we need a defensive midfielder. He'd be so good in United. He he slots right in for Scott McTominay. But Actually, I don't know because Scott McTominay at the Euros. Scooby-Doo. He's playing pretty good. Didn't he play center back one game? Oh, God, he probably did. Their coach just slaps him around everywhere. (laughs) Uh, But anyways, um, I think that's all of Group A pretty much done. Wales, I didn't expect them to finish second. I didn't even think they'd finish third. I thought they'd be bottom. I thought they would. I thought – they would have zero points. Apart from Gareth Bale and Aaron Ramsey, I literally 
I didn't think they'd have anyone. I mean, Nico Williams, but he doesn't get game time at Liverpool. So it's like he can't really. Yeah, no one no one really knew that that was going to happen. Uh, moving on to Group B, I mean, any surprise that Belgium was top of that group? No. no. And three out of three was expected from Belgium. Yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, thought that Denmark would come second. Not mm-hmm. in the circumstances that they did come second in. No. The, no. I never would have predicted what happened to Ericsson to ever happen. No. And it's just crazy to me that they still somehow they still went on and found the way through. Yeah. No, but I didn't expect Russia to finish bottom of the group. I didn't either. I definitely thought Finland would be bottom. I didn't yeah. even know Finland could get a point. No, I didn't. Cause like, I hate to sound this way, but the Finland team, the only people I can think of are Timo Werner and here <laughs> Timo Werner, Timo, Timo Pookie. Pookie. Oh yeah, I mean Timo Pookie's better, but Pookie madness. Nah, Pookie knows how to score. Timo, Timo Pookie and Hiradeki, the keeper. Yeah, I mean Radeki carried them. Has Pookie even scored? I I don't think he scored this Euros. No, I don't even know who their goal scorers were. They scored one goal, and it was the guy that scored against Denmark. Okay. Yeah, I kind of didn't agree with them going on and playing that game the same Mm -hmm. day that that happened. So I'm just glad that Denmark went ahead and made it through. And, again, I mean, thoughts and prayers to Ericsson. But I think he's doing okay now. I don't know if he'll ever be able to play again, which kind of sucks. I don't know. I don't know because the thing that happened with Daily Blend a few years ago, he got – that he got the same heart device put in his chest and he's still playing. I mean, I think he started for Netherlands in the Euros. Mm-hmm. So you never know. I I mean, I guess it'll be up to him and his family what he decides he wants to do. It's probably high risk of re-injury if he keeps playing. But it'll just have to it'll have to be one of those things that just with time he'll make a decision. I hope I hope he can come back because I- I, I hope he can I've, too. I've never been a Tottenham or an Inter fan, but I liked watching Christian Eriksen play. Yeah, I've always and, respected Eriksen, even though I'm a United fan and he played for Tottenham. And yeah, I've always respected him. Yeah. But uh, moving on to Finland, I didn't expect the – the win against Denmark under the circumstances, it's like, okay, I understand Denmark losing because they're playing right after watching that happen. And it wasn't just like any player. Any player, it would have been bad, but specifically yeah. it was their superstar player Yeah, that goes down. Your captain, like... It was, no, it wasn't the captain. He's not the captain. Oh. It's the guy yeah. that plays the center back from Milan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. But still. But, um, I understand. Which, yeah, they're arguably best player 
um, goes down like that and then they're like three hours later they're like all right get back out there yeah hit the pitch and play lads let's go it's crazy to me but Russia, oh my, I, I don't know what went wrong there. Uh, I think Russia's biggest problem is age. Most of their players are, they're just getting old now. They don't have any. Yeah. They have a few players in their prime and then a couple, most of their players are past their prime. And I don't know if they have many I mean, young talents there. I mean, Zubat, like, how old even is he now? Uh, like, I can check. Say their team is just Zubat. He's, is, he's 32. Like, I'm sorry, but they, with the, I mean, the modern game and the way it's played, you can't just, have there like he can be there and players of similar age i mean ronaldo's ronaldo and he's 36 but he doesn't count because he's He's one of the greatest players to ever play and i feel like even when he's 45 he would be better than most people when they're 25 because he's ronaldo so it just doesn't count yeah no um yeah, I just didn't expect them to cuz after I guess what they did in the in the World Cup when they hosted it. They did really well cuz they beat Spain in the round of 16, I'm pretty sure. But it's like no coming up to this like they beat Bulgaria in a friendly, they drew with Poland. They beat Slovenia. I mean, they didn't do particularly well, but I just thought they I thought they performed better than they did. Yeah, I thought they would at least I thought that they would finish third and yeah. I actually didn't put them making it to the round of 16. I think I had them on third with 3 points because yeah. I thought they would beat Finland and then lose to Denmark and Belgium, which but. they did do. But I think the thing that killed them the most was losing to Denmark 4-1. Yeah. Um because, yeah, they're at the bottom with a negative five goal difference. So. Yep. But moving on to Group C, I mean, I had no surprise with the way I that thought, this group finished. I actually got it correct. I thought Ukraine. I flipped Ukraine and Austria. I thought Ukraine would finish second. Because Ukraine has some actual decent young talent. Well, I know Ukraine is good, but I just knew that the way Austria plays is very annoying to play against. Yeah. And if you don't have an extremely super talented team like the Netherlands, it's hard to break Austria down. Then I have to say the Netherlands shocked me. Because I thought they, I thought it'd be a closer group than it was. Because I, I mean, the Netherlands they drew with Scotland in a friendly, and I mean, yeah, you can say what you want; it's a friendly or whatever. But they weren't playing the way they line up too. 
Like the way their coach lines them up, it's like it's a weird. They play a weird style under. Well, he's not the coach anymore. He actually just got fired today. That's breaking news. But um, the way they play, or I guess played, was just weird. Well, and, any Dutch team that's not in a four-three-three, uh, their fans are not going to be happy about. And he refused to play a four-three-three, which honestly, for the way the that players. their for the way that their team worked. I think what he ran was effective, at least in the group stage. I mean, you came out with nine points. Yeah. I mean, I don't see what there is to complain about, but at the same time, I get it. Their heritage is that they've always ran a 4-3-3. They were the inventors of it, but still, I don't – I couldn't tell you why that they did that. But, I mean, I had no surprise that North Macedonia came in fourth place uh, with zero points. I'm honestly surprised that they scored two goals. I have no idea of anyone who plays on their team. I don't know any of their players. I couldn't name one. I still couldn't, and I watched them play. Uh, They kind of got dominated every game that they played. But um, who was it they gave it a scare to? Was it? I think it was. Um, was it the Netherlands? It might have been. I thought it was Austria. I'll go look. No, it was Austria, I think. Uh, no, it was either Austria or Ukraine. It was Ukraine. Ukraine was two to one. Yeah, because they, the, they started to come back that game. Yeah, that's just. I'm no surprise to me that they were there. So this is one of the few groups I actually got right because when we move on to the next group and you look at the top three teams here, mm-hmm. never in my life would I have predicted the Czech Republic to be third. No, I did. I did. I thought they would have been fourth. But I think I had three points to them and three points to Scotland and Scotland on goal difference in third. Um, no, I, th- I got this one right because um, I had England top. You know, it's coming home, whatever. Um, and Croatia second. And I had Czech Republic third because Czech Republic, I knew Suchek, Kufal. I didn't expect what Patrick Schick did to happen. Um, but I knew the Czech Republic had a pretty solid team. Like, uh, I mean, they do. And obviously, everyone knows that now. But considering yeah. they're still in the tournament, which was blows shocking. my mind that yeah. they're still here. But they are. Um. Honestly, Croatia kind of shocked me. They kind of played bad for their standards of play. I mean, they came off of doing great in the World Cup to tragedy here. And, I mean, they lost to England in the first game. I really thought that was a game that they could at least get a point 
Yeah, I feel like out I of that game because of the way Southgate plays England. I mean, oh, yeah, anybody but, can get a point off of them because they don't attack. A game that surprised me in that group was Scotland and England because I expected England to be the more dominant team. But from what I didn't get to watch it, but from what I heard, it's like it's almost as if Scotland, yeah, they had more chances. Scotland well, had more chances. Southgate just my problem with him is the way he does things with England. Now he knows how to win, but just the way he does it is so annoying. Like he's like the weekend league FIFA merchant that plays drop back one depth, five in the back every weekend. And then they just scrape one nils and PK wins and go 30 and Oh, like that's his yeah. luck. That's just what he does. Like that England team he took to the world cup semifinals was not that good. Mm-hmm. This England team that he has right now, is the best team that England has seen in a very long time, talent-wise, and attacking talent especially. But he chooses instead to use five defenders every game and two defensive midfielders when you have the likes of Sancho, Grealish, Rashford, Sterling, Foden, Kane, and you're going to play five in the back with two holding mids. It the lineup he started versus Scotland was kind of okay. Reese James, Stones, Ming, Luke Shaw, Calvin Phillips, Declan Rice, Mount, Foden, Kane, Sterling. Now Sterling has performed well, but that front three I would have gone: Grealish, Kane, Sancho. That's what I would have done because you're putting arguably your two most creative players mm-hmm. beside I mean, at, a clinical finishing striker. Yes, Harry it, Kane does not have the pace of Ronaldo or even it, Rashford, someone like that. He doesn't yeah. have the pace, but his just nose and hunger to score is so impressive. But I mean, like, he's not even, like, just an, a goal-only striker, like, he had the he got the playmaker award in the premise year. He is creative. Like, I think I forgot how many assists it was, but he's he's the only reason Tottenham finished as high as they did. So far, though, in this Euros, he's kind he's, of struggled a little bit. Yeah. Now he still has time to redeem himself, obviously, because England are still here. But so far, he's scored what? Has he scored one goal? I think it was one. I think it yeah. was one. And it was, it was today. Mm-hmm. So just considering that, he hasn't played as great as I would have thought. And then Scotland, just them coming fourth, I thought they would be third. I didn't think they would actually make it to the round of 16. So I'm not surprised that they're out right now, that they didn't make it. Yeah. I'm honestly not surprised that they drew with England. I really thought England were going to get out of the group with five points, that they were going to draw Croatia and Scotland and then beat the Czech Republic. Just because 
I just know how England are with Southgate. And Mm -hmm. I just already marked that Scotland was going to be a draw. Now, I didn't think it would be a nil-nil and an absolute snooze fest to watch because any game where there's no goals, trust me, I know. I'm a Man United fan. Nil-nil is our specialty. I'm a Burnley fan. Nil-nils are boring. I I can't believe I wake up some weekends at (laughs) 7 in the morning to watch a nil-nil. The first game of the year is Burnley versus Brighton, and I'm just going to sleep in because it's going to be nil-nil. Yeah, you can already chalk it up to a nil-nil. But honestly, Scotland's best player – had to be Scooby Doo. I mean, or um, Scott McTominay played very good. Tyranny played good as well, but Scooby Doo in the midfield. Scott, he he was man of the match versus England, was he not? He was. I, I don't even know why can't he? He played right center back that game. He's so inconsistent. That's my problem with him. Is some uh-huh. games like when we played Leeds. Or when you play the first City. time, we played Leeds the first time. He, the man was on a hat trick in like the first 15 minutes. Scott McTominay, what? Uh, and then he goes to the next game and he can barely pass the ball. Yeah. It, it just is so confusing to me how inconsistent he is. I get it. He used to play as a striker in our academy. And then we moved him to a defensive mid because, I mean, he's like six foot five. So it just makes more sense for him to play in a midfield role or even a defending role. Ole hasn't tried that yet. But I read an article that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer said that he's looking to try Juan Basaka at center back. Center back, yeah. Oh in the gosh. preseason. He's been playing too much FIFA. Yeah. And he's going to play a right back at center back. No. That's, that's stupid. But moving no. on to Group E. Group E, is, I mean, this is a quick one. Sweden, how are they first? They're, they have played better than Spain. I think it has to be said, though, Murata had chances to get Spain to the top of the group and just didn't convert. Yeah, Murata definitely had a couple bottle jobs. And but I mean fair play to Sweden. Um they beat Ukraine or no, no, they lost to Ukraine. I don't know why that was the first game that pulled up. No, they lost today, sadly. But um yeah. they beat Poland, which Poland didn't perform well at all. I didn't think that they would. No, I mean, it's, it's just Lewandowski. It's just Lewandowski. Pretty much. It's like he can't. He can only carry so much. So. And he's never really been good in international tournaments. It's just no. in that Bayern team, and I guess his Dortmund team when he played for Dortmund, where he's performed well. Well, to give him some kind of fallback is at least at Bayern he has help. Poland he doesn't have much so he can't do everything Uh, Slovakia I mean they did about what I thought they would do I thought three points that they'd knock off 
somebody. Um. Yeah, I I expected them to beat Poland, and that was their only. I figured that'd be the only um point they'd get out of the group, or the only points, because Sweden has talent on their team, and Spain is very good. So I expected Spain is good, but they've fallen off from what they were. Yeah. I don't know what they need. Things have gone downhill. To get them back. And Sufati. I mean, I guess. I don't I don't know. They played extremely bad. I mean, you look at their game against Croatia. Uh that lineup. Unai Simon, who had a questionable mistake. Um, Gaia at left back, Laporte, Eric Garcia, Aspilicueta, who um, is getting up there in age, but he, he scored to, um, against Croatia. He actually performed pretty well. Um, they also have young – they have really young talent too. That I feel like they can be good in a few years if the talent develops. They have Danny Olmo. They have Pedri, Ferran Torres. I, Marata was really good for Juventus this year. I don't know what happened. I mean, he just had a bad tournament. Yeah. I mean, there's been plenty of players that have just had bad tournaments so far. Harry Kane. Yeah, I would say Harry Kane. Mbappe had an absolute shocker. Mm-hmm. Um, Bruno Fernandez yeah. didn't play. To his maximum standard, I still think he played good considering he, the stats that he had. He had, like, the most played, chances created for okay, Portugal, things he like played, that. He played as well as he could at a center mid role because he plays attacking mid for United, and that's mm-hmm. why he does so well. And he, he, was, he was put in a center mid role because the way that Portugal line up, it's a 4-3-3, and there's no attacking mid in that – midfield three it's a defensive mid so he he did his best that he could at center mid yeah i didn't but, think he played as bad as what everybody else says saying that he did i mean i can i get it he didn't like score the goals and assist crazy goals like portugal in general does. just had a bad tournament i mean not not like horrible but not what they could have had and then ronaldo announced that the 2022 World Cup will be his last mm-hmm. international tournament, which is, so which is sad. Yeah, that's that is kind of sad. But I mean, he's still the leading goal scorer of the Euros so far. True. Definitely not because he scored three penalties. <laughs> no, he scored. He scored two against France. Yeah, and then he scored. I'm pretty sure he scored one one against Hungary. He scored one against Hungary. Now Hungary. Speaking, yeah. While we're on Portugal, Group F, the quote-unquote group of death that is no longer in the tournament at all. I just want to throw that out there. Hungary. If they would have been in any other group. I feel, I feel like, they, like they would have went through based on how been, they played. If they'd been in the um in Group A, 
with Wales, Switzerland, I say if you switch Turkey and Hungary, Hungary goes through over Wales. That's because they they played good against Portugal for 80 minutes. I mean, they drew. They drew France. I knew that. France, like the defending World Cup champs. That's nutty. And then did they draw? They drew Germany, right? Yeah, they held Germany. Yeah, that Germany game, Hungary should have won that. I think Goretzka bailed out Germany because it was it was 2-1 until the 84th minute, and then Goretzka scored. But had Hungary won that game, they would have they would have gone through over Germany. They would have finished in third. Yeah, it's just crazy to me that Hungary got two points in that group, and arguably they should have had more. I it's you know what's even crazier. It was called the group of death because France, Germany, and Portugal, but they all went out first round, round sixteen. Germany to England. England was clearly a better team. France and Switzerland. France just didn't hold the lead at all. Like it got three one, and then they just let it slip. And then Portugal, Belgium, I guess. Say what you want about that game. Of course, or Belgium is the number one ranked team for a reason. I mean, they are very good. I mean, that just gives us the transition to the round of 16. So just yeah. looking at it, I mean, Denmark beating Wales, I didn't think it would be 4 0. But I. No. When I saw that that was going to be the fixture, I kind of figured that Denmark would beat Wales. Yeah. It was actually a favorable draw for Wales. Yeah, if Wales had somehow won that game, they'd be in a pretty good position. But, I mean, it's a Denmark team without Ericsson, so they yeah. could have definitely beaten them if they but um played to the their only- maximality, but... Dolberg had a brace, and the only reason he started was because um, Poulsen got injured. So Dolberg started, and he scored a brace. He actually performed really well, too. And Um, then looking at, like, Italy-Austria. That was a good game to watch. It was a good game. It went to extra time. Chiesa. I I hate – the English mafia or the English mafia, English media kind of Kies is better than Foden. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Cause there were points in time, I guess you saw it in the Italy game, because he rescued Italy. But um there were points in times for Juventus this season where Ronaldo went missing and Chiesa saved that Juventus side. Anytime I get to slander a city player, I'm com- <laughs> I, I'm completely down to do it. So I would have to agree. I think that Chiesa's had a great year. Foden has also had a great year. But then my next question is, can they continue to do it? Yeah. And I guess a, a point in that argument would be, if you throw Foden into that Juventus team, can he rescue Juventus the way Chiesa did? And oppositely, if you throw Chiesa into that Man City team with all those superstars, does he perform the same way Foden did? 
or does he even stand out as much as Foden did? Yeah. Granted, Foden stood out because he's English. So that helps that he performed well and he was English. Yeah. He's he's but, actually he's also really good too. Oh, he's extremely good. But my problem is you have people like Aiden who say that Foden is miles clear of like Marcus Rashford. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, yeah. yes, this season yeah. he arguably played better. Rashford still had a decent year, not as good as he has played. No. But Rashford guess- has done it since he was 17 years old. He's been consistent. Yeah. And Didn't he scored his debut. Yeah. I say he's been great for us since his teenage years. And I mean, and he's only 23, so he's not even in his prime yet. Yeah. But no, I think we um, overplay him, but that's a different story. We can talk about that another yeah. time. No, but Kiesa is different. He's just he's insane. Now, my biggest shock of the round of 16. <laughs> I say second biggest. I say second biggest. The Czech Republic beating Netherlands. That delict red card kind of lost the game for the Netherlands. Did you see it when it happened? I was not watching it. I think I I don't know okay. what I was doing. So he was falling over. Like this was going towards the Netherlands goal. He was falling over. And as he was falling, like, he goes to put his hand down. I'm defending him because I have his jersey on. But he goes to put his hand, I guess, to brace himself. He does kind of slap the ball between his legs. And it straight red card, obviously. There's not much you can defend it. But the only defense for that that I can see is he has to try and brace his fall. Yeah. But But still, the slap. How he can't brace your fall on the ball. You slaps the ball like yeah. hand going under and scooping. Yeah. So I don't know. I still that it's just shocking to me that the Czech Republic are still in this tournament. I mean, I knew they would be decent, but I didn't. I, I, I didn't know. Patrick Schick. It's just Schick carry. Um, I mean Belgium and Portugal. A it good was game. Gonna go, a good game to watch. Gonna, I did watch this one. I think I was driving somewhere for the Netherlands and Czech Republic game, but I did watch the Belgian Portugal game. And I think it has to be said, kind of jokingly, um, if this game had gone to penalties, I think Portugal has the upper hand because of Bruno Fernandes and Cristiano Ronaldo. But um, I mean, the main United but... dream duo of Fernandes and Pinaldo. I... <laughs> You take them to penalties, it's game over. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, but the, the Belgian back line, I didn't think would perform as well as they did, seeing as it's Vertonghen, Vermeulen, and Alderweireld. I didn't think they – when that I heard that they came into this ranked the number one team in the world, Yeah, I was kind of confused because definitely I think looking at an entire squad – I think France had the most stacked team here. Now, Belgium's team is good, but I think from name one on the team sheet 
to the last one, I think France had the most elite team here. Yeah. And I think they have the most elite team in the world. Yeah. I just don't think – I don't know what went wrong with France, but we can get to that in a minute. Um, The next game was Spain and Croatia. That was a really good game to watch. That was a very enjoyable game. I wish I could have watched it. Because you have the own goal at the start. They credited Pedri with the own goal. But I think it, I thought it hit off the foot of Unai Simon when he passed it back. But um, that's a goalkeeper error every day of the week. Because you can't, you can't be miscontrolling it when you're in front of your own goal. I don't know. And then you have Spain going up 3 1. And then Croatia tying it, sending it to extra time. And then Marata, for a man who missed as many chances as he did, having the composure to score. And then Oyarzabal ended the game. So. Yeah, I can't really comment much on that game because I didn't watch it, of course. I mean, it seems very thrilling to me that it was – Three to one, and then three to three, going to extra time, and it finished five to three. That's just a nutty game. Yeah. But speaking of a nutty game that I did catch the end of and mm-hmm. rewatched the beginning, France and Switzerland. Yeah. What uh, a game. That was a that was an amazing game. And not only the Sw- the first Switzerland goal everyone kind of like when it happened you're like okay well we'll see how this goes and then switzerland get a penalty and you're like oh no and then you're kind of on the edge of your seat rodriguez misses the penalty and then two minutes later benzema scores and then two minutes after that benzema scores again and you're like okay this is how i imagine the game going and then out of nowhere Pogba. Pogba scores an absolute worldie. I think it has to be said Pogba for France is miles ahead of Pogba for United. Uh, I but, don't know about you, but I think Pogba needs to leave United. I think that if United really wanted to get the most out of him, they would sign a world-class defensive midfielder to play beside him because you got to think in this France side, when he, he plays, has, he has Conte beside him. Yeah. So he, he feels like he has more freedom to create and go forward. Express himself. Cause he's a very expressive player going forward. And um, yeah, like you said, in that French team with, um, with Conte beside him, he can do things like what he did against Switzerland. But speaking of Switzerland, I think it has to be said, the uh, willpower to stay in the game after that happening. Sefrovic scores again, and then in the 90th minute to tie it. And not only to tie it, but throughout extra time to last the 30 minutes and withhold France, sending it to penalties, and then scoring every single one that you take. Yeah. 
I mean, speechless. I didn't think that they could do it. No. And when I saw Mbappe take that penalty and then Sommer dove the right way, I was like, the criticism is going to be off the charts. Well, I was sitting next to Colton watching it. And I told him when I saw that Mbappe was taking the fifth kick, I was like, he's going to miss. I was like, I just kind of knew. He just, he's still so young. I don't think he's quite. I mean, he scored in the World Cup final. Yeah, but. That was, this was more pressure. I think a penalty shootout. And you're taking the fifth one. And it's score go home at that point because Switzerland had already made their fifth one. The World Cup final is one thing, but this is his second major final that he's kind of had a choke job in. Or, well, this wasn't the finals, but major tournament that he's had an absolute choke in. Because the UCL final last year, he had that that golden opportunity and he took it straight at Neuer. I feel like that would have changed the game. I feel like if he had scored that, PSG probably score one or two more. I agree. But um, that's besides the point. But he just – I mean, he's still a world-class player. He's going to bounce back. He'll bounce back. Oh, he'll break so many more records, and especially if he stays at PSG where he can just drop 30 goals a year because they're in the French League. But is he going to leave, though? Because he's not, I don't think he signed a contract extension. I think if he wants to prove that he is one of the best players in the world, he needs to move to England or Spain. Real Madrid. If he wants to become, if he wants to come close, I feel like here's how I want things to go down. I would like to see Holland at Barca and Mbappe at Real, but Barca's not going to buy Holland because they already have Depay and Aguero. So, best case scenario, we see Real Madrid offload some this summer and buy Mbappe. And then I don't know where um, I don't know where Holland goes from here. Speaking of which. I don't think he's going anywhere this summer. The only team I've heard mentioned with his name is Chelsea, and that died down after, like, a couple yeah. days of hype. If he does go to Chelsea, though, I think I think he wins the golden boot in his first year in the Prem. See, but we said that last year about Timo Werner. Yeah, but I feel like here's the thing with Timo Werner. I, don't, I genuinely just don't know what went wrong, but he'll be back this year. Timo think- Werner. I think that Timo Werner is still an elite player because you watch his movement in games. He's so good. The fact that he has these opportunities for him to choke and miss just proves that, I mean, he's getting in the right position to do yeah, it. It's like his just runs, his runs and his movement off finishing the ball. It. Like that dummy run in the UCL final that set up the Havertz goal. And then just to have the football IQ to do that. It's just, he's an elite player. He'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be back. And then to close it out, because I think we're 
running pretty long here surprisingly yeah i didn't think with the two of us that we could go this long but i didn't i didn't think we'd manage this long but um we've kind of had to recap the entire euros because yeah well it's been what three months since we've put on an episode so yeah but as you said earlier um it's coming home uh that England performance today is pretty convincing. Um, at the first 15 minutes, I thought Germany were going to be the better team, but then England started countering and doing really well. I think um, a big thing that helped as much as much as I make fun of him, Harry Maguire being back in the England team helped a lot because he's a he's a leader. He's a natural leader. He's a leader and. As much as people make fun of him, he is a elite two world class center back. Oh, as much uh, as he's a meme, I don't know if you if they win the Euros, I'll think about it. If you yeah. if you watch, if we sign Rafael Varane to play beside him, oh. he will be an entirely different caliber player. It's the fact that he has to. Make up for puppy Lindelof. guard Lindelof in the Lindelof, back. Lindelof played all right, I thought, this tournament, though. He's played okay, but no offense to Sweden, but when you're playing in that back line, it doesn't take a whole lot to stand out. Yeah. No, but McGuire played extremely well today. And um, another player who I wanted to start, but came on and assisted the second goal, Jack Grealish. Um, I was I was questioning why Bukayo Saka had a good game against the Czech Republic. I know that, but um, has Sancho touched the field? Sancho's played no minutes, and then I think that's Mar- just Marcus Rashford came on as a sub in one game and played like the last twenty, that's and that's baffling. the only time that they've played. I I don't see how Sancho hasn't gotten any minutes. But then he hasn't really been excellent for England. Like, we've seen him do it at Borussia Dortmund. Um, But I don't think he's ever really stood out for England when he's played. I think a lot of it has to do with just how much stuff is going around with him transferring. And and plus, Gareth Southgate is just – yeah, Weird. he just has an agenda that he likes certain players. Like, There's a re- like, like Eric Dyer. I'm surprised he's not here. <laughs> that man absolutely I'm loves Eric. I'm surprised Dyer. when Trent when Trent didn't go when Trent went out. I'm surprised he didn't call up Eric Dyer. But no, he called up Ben White. Ben White didn't even make the England team for the Germany game. Yeah, I... Connor Cody was on the bench instead of him. I don't even know what he's doing, but I don't know how James Tarkovsky doesn't get an England call up over Ben White. If I'm honest with you, if England choke this opportunity to make it to the finals in this Mm -hmm. tournament, this will be the biggest bottle job anyone has ever seen. Southgate has to go if they don't make it to the final. Southgate has to go because I'm looking at the bracket right now. They play Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And if they win that game, 
they play the winner of the Czech Republic and Denmark. Yeah. Which, if it's the Czech Republic, they should win again. If it's Denmark, I don't know. It depends on how Denmark plays. Because that Denmark team against um, Russia, I think it was, where they won 4-1. Was that – no, that was their round of 16 game um, where they won 4-1. Who did they Four play? Nine. They played Wales, beat Wales 4-0, and oh, then they beat, they beat Russia 4-1. Oh, yeah, I was right. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, but they played – they've been playing actually really well despite all the circumstances – upon which they're still playing. I feel like that semifinal game is going to be England against Denmark. I feel, yeah, and then I can see if England doesn't make it, I don't know. If I Denmark play in know. the finals, whoever they play is probably going to win because you got to think. The other, it's Switzerland, Spain, Belgium, Italy. Yeah. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to go – Bold here. Uh, <laughs> Italy's going to beat Belgium. I think Italy's going to win that game. I think that game is going to be very close and could go either way. But I have to tend to agree with you that I think Italy will beat them. I, I think, just don't think that they're that good. I think Belgium, Italy. Unless. Belgium hasn't been performing like the number one team in the world. Lukaku. Lukaku carry. That's what it'll have to be. Because De Bruyne out. is hurt. De Bruyne is out. And plays like he can. Yeah. No, but De Bruyne and Hazard both got ruled out. So it's yeah, going to have to be. But the better Hazard's still there. So. Thorgan, yeah. yeah Thorgan's I really better. wanted Eden to score. I really wanted Eden Hazard to perform well at this tournament. I wanted him to be back. I don't know he if he ever will be. He needs to move from Real Madrid. He needs to move from Madrid. He needs to move somewhere that he can stay healthy. Because, like, I don't even know if he's played a string of 15 games since he's moved to Real Madrid. I don't know. Without being hurt. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I think he's missed more games than he's – he's definitely missed more games than he's played in the I think past. so, too. Um, no, but I think Spain beats Switzerland. I think now that Murata has the goal, I think he has confidence back now. I think he'll score one or two. I and think then, we'll be looking at a Italy-England final is yeah. what my And then Southgate just needs me. to not be stupid. Because if England make that final, Grealish has to start. I think if ever you were going to start Grealish and Sancho together, that's the game. I think Sancho will get a game out of mm-hmm. these next two. I think yeah. he will start one of them because, honestly, they could play Now's the backups the against Ukraine. It. I don't want to disrespect Ukraine. These are the two games in which you do it, though, because you've defeated Germany, and that was the hardest opponent on this side of the bracket, arguably. So and, I mean the Netherlands, but the fact that they bowed out they got, to they got the Czech Republic is yeah, it is what it is. But um, I can see, I can see England winning the final. As much as it's gonna be a meme when they do, 
I can see them winning the final against Italy. The only way that I see them losing is if um, they concede early. If they concede early, that Italy team's just going to – I feel like they can – that Italy team has the strength to just sit on the ball and play if, possession. If they play Italy in the final, like we both think, and Italy scores two goals, Italy will win. Yeah. Because their back line is so hard to break down. I don't know if England can score I, twice. Yeah. And here's why I think in that Italy final game, you start Sancho and Grealish because they are so skillful. And all respect to Italy, but that defense is clunky. They're slow. They're good defenders. But the skill of Sancho and Grealish, I think they have the ability to get in behind that defense and cause problems. I would agree. But and I'm going to say it now. The final. England's going to win. It's going to be 3-1 England. You're saying 3-1 England? Yes. I'm going to have to say a 1-1 game and England wins on PKs. That's, oh, gosh. That's my prediction. As long as they sub Sterling out and don't let him touch a PK, it'll yeah. be okay. No. I feel like if they start Grealish and Sancho, they will uh they'll win that game. That's all they need. Yeah, I agree. I, think... I don't know I don't know if you can get away with starting Bukayo Saka in the final. Yeah, no. I think that they need to have creativity there in order for them to win. And no shots at Bukayo Saka, but he's just not the same caliber player as a Grealish or a Sancho is. Yeah. And, um, I mean, you saw it in the Germany game. As soon as Jack Grealish came on, that's where both of those opportunities came from. So, yep. yep. Grealish created everything. If he starts, they'll do well. He should start. Yeah. Southgate should have seen after this last game that he needs without to him, start. yeah, they're nothing. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty much all that I have to talk about. Do you have anything else you want to add? Uh, no, I think we got everything. All right. I guess we'll close here for now and we'll come back and we'll talk about probably the Copa America next time. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's been fun. All right. Adios. See you guys.